the ego doesn't necessarily drive the ship anymore, but my ego is constantly trying to take the wheel. And so then you just ask yourself the really powerful yet simple question like, what if you could do that? Like, what if you became the person that was able to do that? Like, if you want to cheat code to what well, we as a species, what human beings care about most, we want to be happy and we want to feel loved. Like, my identity outside of people that don't know me is clearly an athlete, is an AFL player, and that's it. And I get that, that's fine. But then the people that are close to me see me as more than that. It took around four months to be diagnosed because no one could figure it out because I was so fit and healthy. So that's the biggest thing I want to encourage everybody for is that you are enough. You are enough to do anything that you want to do. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late with Blake podcast, where you guys, the listeners, will join me on a journey with my guests. My aim with this podcast is to provide practical and useful information and tips to help you all on your self-improvement journey. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Never Too Late podcast, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the most recent episode with Coral, my physio, and got a lot out of what he had to say about the body and a lot of the work that he does. It's been extremely impactful for me, and I know that that knowledge is something that I hadn't been exposed to before, but yeah, look, it's had a big impact on me and helped me a lot, and both on the golf course and off the golf course, so he's a man full of knowledge, and uh, yeah, a lot of those things... Uh, has helped me a lot and I've implemented in my life the breathing, um, the ability to lower my nervous system through the breath, um, a lot of the points that we sort of focus on to help my body, my posture, my golf swing, uh, my stability, a lot of those things. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that episode and today I just wanted to jump on again and sort of go over something that I feel like could be really impactful for, for everyone listening and sort of get to know me a little bit more. So I wanted to sort of go through my top five focuses. So the most important things that I focus on day to day, week to week, throughout the year. So these are sort of things that have sort of, I've sort of discovered have a lot of impact on me and the way I feel and the way I sort of function each day. So we'll go through sleep, nutrition, mindset, learning, friends and family, those sort of things. But they're sort of the top, top five things and we'll delve a little bit deeper into each of them. But yeah, it's sort of through trial and error I've been able to find, I guess, these top five focuses that help me in the day-to-day life. And it's not necessarily meant to be um, just five, but that's sort of what I've come up with. But yeah, I've sort of had to play around with trying different things, um, seeing how it fits in. And I guess my wearable device, my Whoop, which is like a heart rate monitor tracker that I and sleep tracker that I, that I wear all the time. I've sort of been wearing that for a good two and a half to three years now. And that's been able to help me, I guess, trial and error things and see how they affect my sleep, my energy levels, my recovery. Um, so that's where I've been able to find that, I guess, for me, eating before, uh, eat, no eating within three to four hours of bedtime has a allows my body to start the digestion digestion process <laughs> and not um, having to worry about that during my sleep. So I'm able to get into deeper sleep quicker and able to have a better sleep and better recovery from that. So yeah, little things like that I've been able to play around with and sort of see how they fit in, how my body responds to them and yeah, sort of what effect it has. So through using the Whoop, 
my first focus is sleep and that's something that I find is probably one of the biggest things that affects me the most and the way I feel and the way I perform and the way I am like mentally sharp those sort of things so sleep is almost a non-negotiable and a sort of reminds me about the chat Ricky Dan and I had on his episode and now I would argue and my friends would probably argue my life revolves around my sleep routine it is very disciplined and very consistent and it's something that I'm very proud of because I have first-hand experience of the effect that it has on your performance during the day looking back it was probably during the period where I was doing my masters so like 20 20 like 15 to 2017 or oh, 20 yeah even 2018 sort of time um I was just under the impression of you just need to grind and hustle and stay up late doing work and you know I was even sleeping under my desk at uni just to like during the middle of the day because I would just crash and it was just disgusting I just never prioritized it I always just felt super drowsy and and just yuck during the day like I was just trying to hold on rather than flourish just like trying not to fall asleep um and then yeah over the last few years i've just made it my high, highest priority and I, uh, I i get up so i'm very much a morning person i get up at nearly 4 four thirty every morning um but that means i go to bed very early at about eight o'clock sorry exactly eight o'clock and if that fluctuates i really struggle so going out for dinners and stuff it definitely definitely hurts but um 99 of the time it's it's really good thing so yeah recently on the podcast so if you haven't heard that chat with ricky dan go back and head that um listen to that one but we spoke about sleep and how he he said that's his most important thing he has a set bedtime and a set wake time every day and he and he as much as he can he tries to stick to that and that's something that i've found has been really helpful for me on the sleep side of things and i just know that if there is a few nights that i don't get the best sleep or i don't get to bed when i would like or i wake up early and it's sort of it's easy to lose track of it and for me that sleep side of things is extremely extremely important and then when i do potentially have a later night and then an earlier morning a few days later and you get behind it takes me almost double the amount of time to sort of get back on track and, and get back to my I guess ideal sleep pattern and recovery and, and sort of how I'm feeling so I didn't realize until I sort of looked into these sort of things how big of an impact sleep has and for me it, it's huge so I don't know if that's something that that you guys are sort of going through or looking at as well but sleep can be really really important and and to help my sleep I sort of I've gone through patches where I'll read before bed um, meditate before bed trialing like different things like that just seeing like oh if I have a cooler shower at night or a warmer shower at night how does that affect things and um, but I think one of the main things that's that's had a big effect is sort of trying to get off devices like I try 30 minutes but 30 to an hour is probably ideal but sometimes it's not always um, able to be the case but yeah at least having a little bit of downtime before you go to bed so you can switch off and yeah sort of let your mind reset before falling asleep so you're not going to bed wound up and then waking up wound up going straight on your phone straight away so yeah having sort of a nighttime sort of bedtime routine before you get into bed and go to sleep can be really uh, helpful and it can help set your body up and my and like sort of nervous system up 
for when you do fall asleep. So you're able to fall into the the sleep stages um, at better times and yeah, help your recovery for the next day. Just another thing touching on sleep is I, I mentioned it just there about like waking up in the morning and people getting straight on their phones. I see it with people I stay with and people close to me as well, like waking up in the morning, going on the phone. And it's, I guess it can be a bad, a bit of a habit and hard to maybe break and get out of. But yeah, I guess if you can have your phone, I put my phone on airplane mode at night and then try and wake up, have a shower, um, get ready, sort of whatever I have to do, do that. Even maybe go for a walk before I then look at the phone. Otherwise, you're waking up and you're just going bang straight onto like Instagram or whatever it may be, social media, and that has a massive impact impact on how you then perceive the day and how you then perceive what you think about yourself and then what the day's going to be like from there. So, yeah, sort of a maybe a little wake up thing, maybe putting your phone on airplane mode or putting keeping your phone charged outside your room. These can all have big impacts on on your your day to day life and your recovery and how you're feeling and um, those sort of things. So there's some of the things I focus on in terms of sleep. Another thing which ties into sleep is nutrition. So start in the morning. So waking up, it's great. And what I really focus on is starting my day with a meal that's high in protein and fats to give me prolonged energy throughout the day. So that's not so I'm not then going on an energy roller coaster. So if you have something that's high in, I guess, um, processed sugars or car or high in processed carbohydrates, you can be riding a bit of a roller coaster in terms of your energy for the whole day because you're starting on, uh, I guess, high energy and then it drops and then it's and then you're hungry throughout the day and you're sort of going along this roller coaster the whole time. So for me, it's protein and fat for breakfast. So anywhere from eggs, bacon, mince. If you're into some avocado. Those sort of things, whole foods, high in fat and protein, are a great way to start your day. And, and that's um, a thing that Christine, my naturopath, who I had on the podcast as well. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, head back and listen to that. But yeah, she's um, helped me a lot with that and um, sort of setting up my day in the right way, nutrition-wise, to then fuel my body for the rest of the day. Another thing in terms of fueling my body is starting it that way with protein and fats. You're then able to... I guess, run consistently energy-wise all day. So your energy levels should be pretty consistent throughout the day. And then when you do have lunch or whatever that may be, trying to keep it fairly similar in terms of not trying to spike that glucose too much or the or the sugar levels. But, um, but because you started your day in terms of protein and fat, you should be on a pretty good um, – it's, it's a good way to start and sort of keep those uh, energy levels pretty consistent throughout the day. I mentioned it before, eating times before bed. So I had to play around with that a little bit. Um, obviously, I said the Whoop device helps me look at that and see how it affects my recovery and my sleep and how I, my heart rate, those sort of things. But for me, and I think I've heard it on a fair few other podcasts as well in terms of talking about eating before bed, that the three to four hour mark before bed is a pretty good time to stop eating so that your body can continue to digest all that before you then have to fall asleep so that's something I always try and do like six seven o'clock is that's when I'm finished eating uh, seven o'clock at the latest so that my body can then digest that and and I can get some good sleep so on the nutrition side of things it's it's protein and fats in the morning 
And then, as I said on my previous solo episode a few weeks ago, that I'm still doing the carnivore diet and trialing that. So, so for me, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of meat and um, keeping my energy levels really consistent and, yeah, feeling really good with that. And, yeah, so protein and fats help with that. And then, as I said before, bed, we want to focus on something that's maybe a little bit lighter, whole foods, veggies, fruit, meat. That's what you're doing, hopefully organic as well. And then, yeah, sort of four, three to four hours before bed. Another, I guess the third focus is, I guess, mindset. And that's something that I am trying to focus on, develop and learn from every day. And I do that through meditation, journaling, gratitude practice, getting out in nature, going for a walk without technology. These are some of the tools that I use to help my mindset and that doesn't mean that every day my mindset is perfect or every day I'm extremely happy and everything's all going really swimmingly like this is to stay on top of I guess the things that can come up in your day and having a practice around meditation journaling grounding getting out in nature these sort of things that then sets the foundations for so that when things, I guess, come out of the blue or sort of pop up, you're able to have the tools to deal with that. And meditation has helped me understand that thoughts are, I guess, they sort of talk about thoughts being external to you. So if you have things pop up in your day-to-day life or you have thoughts that come into your head, through developing a meditation practice, you're able to see those thoughts as external. And then you're able to go, okay, no, I don't want to attach with those thoughts at this moment. I'm going to let them go. And I've mentioned the analogy before that uh, I heard it on the Headspace, like guided meditation app. And it was talking about cars, busy traffic on the road and you're sitting on the road. So those cars are acting like your thoughts and you're sitting on the side of the road watching them. You don't run out onto the road and try and stop the cars. As in, once you've, when you've got all these thoughts going, you don't just try and like run out on the road and stop all the cars. You let them pass through, let the traffic go, and then the road will clear up. It's like your thoughts. You let them come in, let them go, and let them pass. So that meditation piece is part of that mindset focus and something that helps me um, yeah, through each day-to-day life, whether it's really great times or tougher times. And as I said, that doesn't mean that every day is extremely positive and I don't get frustrated and down and, and these sort of things, but it's so that I've got the tools to sort of help me through that. So definitely something I think you guys should try if you haven't already, um, even if it's just starting with one to two minutes of just focusing on your breathing or little guided meditation on YouTube or Headspace. These tools are great ways to sort of um, keep building on your meditation practice. And even I've, I've been doing it for, oh, I'd say five or six years now. And yeah, I'm always still learning about it every day. So um, yeah, that's a great, a great thing, the meditation piece. Journaling, getting out in nature and going for a, for a walk without technology are also ways that I sort of um, help develop my, my mindset and journaling has become quite a staple lately and something I do every day and I start that with three things I'm grateful for at the top of the page, gratitude practice and then work my way down to sort of a little paragraph about the day, what it looked like, how I was feeling, sort of get those thoughts that sort of linger in your head a little bit, get them on paper and um, it's been a great way to sort of 
I guess can almost tie into the sleep side of things where uh, like at night once I write in my journal I'm able to then sort of decompress from the day put that aside like write it out get it out of my head and then sort of time to wind down before I go to sleep rather than I think sometimes we can all go to bed and sort of have those thoughts running through our head meditation and the journaling side of things help settle that down before we go to sleep getting out in nature going for a walk without technology are another two few ways that i that i work on my mindset getting out in nature really brings me back to the present moment i love yeah just sort of the the silence and the the trees and birds and the the natural life even taking your shoes off and getting some grounding that's it's a great way to to improve your body's function and a lot of these tools are, are all just little tools that you have to try yourself and, and they're tools that I've found really work for me and that I have a great impact on me and uh, I see a lot of benefit from them. So yeah, definitely getting out in nature and going for a walk without technology can be great to sort of just give you that pause in your day and almost a, a very mindful or meditative um, state doing that. So that was my third focus in mindset. And then my fourth focus is learning. So each day, I'm always trying to learn, whether that's at golf, away from golf, no matter what it might be, no matter what I'm doing, I'm always trying to learn. So that's, for me, it's reading, it's online courses, it's finding ways I can get better every day, it's reflecting at the end of the day, like I said with my journaling, it's working out, okay, what did I do well, what could I do better, how can I do better the next day, or what do I need to improve on, uh, those sort of things all come into that learning piece, and I love reading and learning about everything in the self-improvement and health space and it's something that I find very very good and it helps me a lot. I think I've read, I've almost got a bit of a library going now at home with all the books I'm getting and they often turn up on the on the doorstep from online once I hear a podcast and hear about a great book to read. But yeah, it's just such a, a great way for me to learn and I wasn't always a reader like in school. Mum and Dad will say it that I don't know. I don't reckon I finished a school book reading it. Uh, whereas now, I'm um, I'm finishing books all the time because I'm so passionate and absolutely love learning about all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, reading is something that I try and do most, if not every day, most days, and helps that learning side of things. Online courses. I mentioned that I've done the Mojo Crow mindset course. That's been a great way for me to sort of develop my values, my purpose, who I am, what do I want. Uh, this sort of bigger questions that often we don't think about, but it's been really good for me to, to sort of realize that who I am as a person and what I am as a person is enough. And yeah, that's been really helpful. And I think I've got a few more sort of courses that I'd like to start in the future um, with Nick Moss, who is on the podcast as well, the functional neurologist that I see. So head back and listen to that episode if you haven't. But yeah, he's got a, a vagus nerve course and, and a few other courses that are sort of uh, popped up that I'd like to to have a go at while while I'm away traveling. And um, yeah, on the side, it's great to be able to keep myself busy and and also like learn all the time. So yeah, that that's definitely the online courses is something that I'd like to keep up with just continuing to to grow and explore my human potential just wanted to take a quick break and say that if you're enjoying the podcast please head over to spotify or apple podcast or wherever you listen and subscribe follow and rate the podcast so i can continue to make content that you enjoy and can all stay up to date connect with my instagram page never too late podcast and pass this on to a friend or family member 
that you think could benefit from listening. Thank you for all your support. I really appreciate it. Now, back to the episode. I also, in terms of the learning, it's also something I focus on is what I need to improve on. So I'm the first one to, to sort of say that I don't have everything sorted out, but I'm definitely doing what I can to try and learn the most about myself and what I can do to be the best person I can and, and always have a growth mindset. And what I need to improve on is something that I think I often think about and journal about and, and how I can keep getting better. And when that's just as a person. I love, I guess, exploring our human potential and the curiosity about what can help us sleep what can help us function, what can help our brains, what can help whatever it might be, our body in the gym, these sort of things, my golf my golf swing, whatever it might be, what I need to do to improve. And there are still a few things that I really need to improve on. I need to improve on resting and downtime. I find that something that is tricky for me to do. Um, I think being a very driven person and being a person that really likes learning and always sort of improving himself whether when I get back from golf or the gym whatever it might be I find it quite difficult to to switch off and rest and have downtime so that's something that I need to improve on and and I'm trying to find and trial ways that I can do that so yeah we'll all have little things that we can improve on but I think sort of just keeping that in the back of your head and I guess the the good better how example so what went well during your day what what could have been better and how am I going to do that? That's a good way to sort of um, work out what you need to improve on and how you can keep um, being being a better, the best person you can be. My final focus is friends and family and something that sort of ties into the downtime and resting, which is something I need to improve on. But when I'm at home and, and not away for tournaments, uh, there's friends and family is something that I really prioritize and, I'm lucky enough to still be living at home with my parents and my sister and with my friends that that live nearby. I'm able to catch up with them, Sean, my girlfriend. Able to spend time with friends and family has been really important in the connection piece and it's just great to be able to have them there and, and I guess for me to be there for them as well. And I know that not everyone might be in that situation and I, and I understand that, but if we, if we can try and keep the connection piece at the front of our mind as well, it's going to help us all in day-to-day lives, whether that's someone at the workplace, uh, someone at a sporting club, in a community hub, whatever that might be, just trying to find the connection piece and, and keeping that as a focus because it's so important for our health, our mental health, our physical health and how we go through day-to-day life. So... Yeah, I sort of just that's a nice little way to finish on the friends and family piece. And yeah, I thought I'd just jump on today and sort of chat through my top five focuses and, and the things that really help me be my best self and always, I guess, helping or guiding me in a direction of improvement and self improvement. And I thought getting on today and sort of chatting to you guys about this helps you all get to know a little bit more about me. And I think. Something I'm going to try and do a bit more is have these solo episodes in between guests so we can sort of hear from them and learn from them. But then also, I guess I can sort of reflect on some of the things I'm doing and you guys can get to know me a bit more. So, yeah, look, I'd love to hear what you guys think of these episodes and whether you'd like more of them or more guests or or whatever that might be. I might even try and get 
someone to come and interview me a few times here and there or just have a, a maybe a bit of a conversation a few conversation episodes here and there and yeah you can learn a bit more about me but yeah I guess we're all on this exploration of the human potential together and I think there's so many different things that we can do to be our best selves and be as healthy as we we possibly can be and uh, have the have a strong mindset and I guess my focus, five focuses that I spoke about today, they all tie in, they all intertwine, sleep, nutrition, mindset, learning, friends, family. It's going to be hard to learn if you get poor sleep. It's going to be hard to sleep if your nutrition's poor and your mindset will be off if your nutrition and sleep are out as well and then your friends and family are going to feel that as well. So it's all intertwined and it's all about, I guess for me, it's about trying to improve these every day or improve myself every day, I guess, and these are little tools that help that I can lean on to help me through that. So yeah, I hope you all enjoyed the top five focuses and uh, I've got a really exciting episode next week with um, an Australian Olympic diver and we go through some great things and chat about her career and what potentially 2024 Paris Olympics will look like for her, which is really exciting. And um, yeah, I hope you all looking forward to that and more great episodes on the never too late podcast thanks so much for tuning in and i'll see you all in the next episode tuning in. This is just a reminder that this podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice and opinions of guests are their own. If you have any questions regarding your health, be sure to seek professional medical advice.